Thank you for listening to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. If you'd like to listen to bonus episodes, go sign up to the Patreon. That's patreon.com. Clom. Ah, we fucked it. Anyway, you'll look, you'll find a way. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. To know about the podcast is that there's a lot of starting again. I'm here with Margot. Hello. Debut appearance uh, on the podcast, but not debut appearance in Catamaran Plans in general. Margot has been extremely useful over the Catamaran Plan extravaganza. Uh, no, you're right. That wasn't really a question, and I've just put the microphone in in your face. <laughs> but uh, gosh, we're having a good time. I wanted to record something at the start because it was my birthday this week, and when I recorded the podcast, I was too grumpy. Mm-hmm. Now the grumpy podcast is coming up, but we've got all these new listeners this week, all these lovely new, fresh-faced American listeners. Because I've been doing a lot of podcasts, and I just thought not fair if I was grumpy, you know. And go, oh, I'd like to be a little more energetic. And you said you had a complaint, Margot. About the podcast? Yes, you did. You started listening to it. And what, what did you say was an issue? Uh, so I don't want to be too critical, but I did think that it sounds better when it's really organized ahead of time. Mm. Yeah. So I think I listened to one where you laid out what you were going to say at the start and you had some jokes planned. And I really liked it. It was really But great. you're saying the warbling on and on ones. It's less good. Like it kind of. No, that's the numbers would indicate that you're not wrong. Sometimes there's a drop off when it's one of the old lie in bed and complain episodes. But so in that spirit, Margot, of keeping it right and tight, here's what's coming up on the podcast today. I'm going to whinge about it having been my birthday for a while. I'm going to thank everybody before then. I'm going to thank everybody for their work, including you. You get a shout out on the catamaran plan extravaganza. So and I say how it all went. And then, at the end, I talk about how I uh, almost accidentally bought a stolen caravan. That's a lot of fun. I know a little bit about that, but I would love to. You do. It's a great story coming up for everybody. But what I wanted to run through in exciting news is you made the merch for the Catamaran Plan Extravagant. I did. It was so good. And um, we're going to make more merch because I realize we have fans who don't live in Adelaide. 
Yes, it's great. I would love to make more T-shirts. I made some T-shirts for the show. They were really good. Margot, you said you were very nervous before being on the podcast, but you're doing so well. Honestly, I just want to let you know, it's a slam dunk. You made great shirts. Thank you very much. Do you want to talk through the process? No, I'll, give, I'll let you hold the mic. Do you want to talk through your process for having made the shirts? Sure. It's, it is a little bit intimidating when you like shove the microphone in, in my face. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But it's this is fine. I'll hold it myself. Uh, so I, I, I did lino prints on the shirts. Mm. There was a great, actually, there was a, one of your fans at an art shop that I called yep. in Adelaide and he helped me, he gave me some Into advice. Mic, Sorry, he gave me some advice about lino printing yep. on fabric, which I had not done before. Um, I'm definitely a bit of a Luddite so I, I like to do things myself. I didn't want to, like... Hours. You spent hours carving yeah. that line open by hand. It was ridiculous, and I, I'm i sure I look a little bit silly when I do these things by hand myself, and then the product is sort of very organic, and there's a lot of, you know, beautiful uh, errors and, and uniqueness. Margot, you're a star. <laughs> And it was such a good line open, you spent so long on it, that you know what we're going to do? We're going to make a shop. I think we're going to set up an online shop. People with a have, have the chance to buy these beautiful shirts. And then I'll take, you know, some money, some licensing fee, but I think you get the rest. And then everyone's working, everyone's making, everyone's growing. And before you know it, everyone's employed. I mean, the point of it is for me to have a boat, but everyone being employed is good too, isn't it? It is good. I uh, Yeah, I think the boat thing maybe I've always seen the boat as a bit of a metaphor. No, the boat's... I'm sorry, maybe we should have expressed the boat's real. I'm buying this boat. I think we have... Well, listen, I don't want to go on too long. This is just a jolly, positive introduction to Margot and the podcast. What a jolly, uplifting, positive start to the podcast for everybody. This is the uplifting yang to the devastating yin of what is to follow. Is that correct? I don't know. I haven't heard what's to follow, but... Great to have you on the show, Marco. You've absolutely knocked that out of the park. We're going to update people about these shirts very soon. Let's begin the show. And now we hurtle back, way back to a grumpier time, a morose, burdensome yin. Well, the first thing I want to say is thank you to everybody who came out to the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan Extravagan Zah! At the Royalty Theatre, we had something like, I don't know, 400 people there. It felt good. It felt throbbing. Uh, I don't know exactly how many people were there. I haven't seen the final ticket report. I don't know how much money we made. I have to... These things take time to come in. The Fringe Festival, they sell like a million tickets over a lot of shows every year. Uh, mostly to topless circus and fat burlesque, but also to shows like mine. And we'll find out soon how much money we made, what all the expenses were exactly, and how much money is going towards me owning a boat. But while we wait on all that information to come in, I just want to say thank you very, very much to everybody who came out and who helped me do the show. Margot, Brandon, Paul, Paul, Sam, everybody at the Royalty Theatre, Chris and Paul. We had three Pauls on the show, I think. I had a wonderful time. Uh, I think the audience had a wonderful time. Thank you for coming, for helping, etc. We recorded it. We got a beautiful three-camera record. The audio is great. The video is great. All that has to be done is I have to sit down and have that edited. The uncut version of that will be available on the Patreon. So if you'd like to subscribe to the Patreon, 
Uh, there's a link there for you to do that somewhere. You can find it. The James Donald Force Camp Catamaran Plan Sailing Club. Uh, you'll get the full video and then we'll cut down some version of it. Still a long version for YouTube. And we'll plonk that on there as well. There's just certain stuff that was in the special that I can't imagine uh, putting out there on public record outside of a paywall for anyone to see. Hooli dooly, goodness gracious, let's not shoot ourselves in the foot. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's a public self and a private self, as Hillary Clinton was always fond of saying. I really love doing the big room. I think the big room was very nice. I was not sure how I'd go with the big room. The big room is better. It feels more powerful doing the big room, you know? As uh, the old saying goes, if you see a strong horse next to a weak horse, you love the strong horse and hate the weak horse. Osama bin Laden said that. I'm quoting a lot of great people and a lot of problematic people too. Hillary Clinton. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I haven't explained that very well. Uh, usually in a fringe festival, you know, you might sell the same number of tickets, but you do it over 10 days instead. And it, whatever, you just every 40, 50 a night, and then all the people in the audience, they look around and they go, oh, yeah, look at that, 40 to 50 people are here. I guess he's a 40 to 50 people kind of comedian. But doing it on one night and getting all the people together, then they look around and go, 400 people, 500 people. Why, well, I'm not a loon. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not witnessing just something random. There's a credibility that is garnered by sheer tyranny of size of audience. And it was very nice to have. And I think the video is going to be great. So I put that behind me until we're ready to release those videos and announce how much money there was. But just once again, thank you to everybody for coming out and for being so supportive and for helping on it and all that, all that good stuff. Uh, it's my birthday. Well, it's actually... It's 40 minutes past my birthday, but it's still... I haven't been to sleep since it started being my birthday when I woke up yesterday morning. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm all frazzled. I feel much better. I just went out and I had a little birthday McDonald's to feel better about myself. I'm very down on my birthday. I don't like them. Uh, I, I used to, but the last three or four, something in the old brain chemistry just screams out, Not today, sir. I don't think it's that another year older, another year closer to death thing. Because frankly, I'm astonished that I've made it this far. If anything, I, my rational part of the brain goes, another notch on the belt. 32 years, Jimmy, they can never take that away from you. Unless they invent some sort of um, machine that somehow. But by and large, good to have the birthday. Ah, but I never know. I mean, maybe it is another year closer to death and that's the thing that upsets me. I've never known how I'm feeling. I, I, the rational does not map onto the emotional uh, very accurately for me at all. I wonder really how much it does for other people and how much they're just lying. But I found out that a friend um, was going in for a cancer check this week just to check if they had cancer. And I didn't really, I was aware it was happening, but I didn't pay it much mind. And then later in the day, I just had this enormous angry headache. And I thought, am I uncaffeinated? What's going on? And then I drove past their house and I thought about them having the cancer check coming up. Which, by the way, just I don't want to, it's not the point of the story. It seems like they're fine. 
So it's all good. But I remembered another person I knew who'd had cancer and died. And then all the, and I thought, oh, this is, uh, everybody, it's so. Uh, and then I just, I wept. I drove and I wept. And as I wept, I didn't have a headache anymore. And I realized that the headache was because I was keeping from weeping over the thing that I was worried about, which was the cancer and uh, other people dying. And how many of our, I mean, how often is my back pain something I don't want to think about? Hmm? Tonight, I had a little bit of back pain before I ate my Whopper cheese meal. Now I've eaten a Whopper cheese meal. My back feels absolutely fine. Maybe this is what a therapist is meant to do, is to help you rationally map your rationality onto the emotional and physiological outbursts. I don't believe in that sort of shit, personally. But, uh, yeah, it is hard to know. (laughs) It's hard to know how you're feeling. But how am I feeling? I told you. I feel sad because of the birthday. But also, I was very happy when that catamaran plan went well. But man, that was like 10 days ago. I've moved on. I've moved on. We've got so many other things to do. I wrote a document this week of all the things I'm going to do this year. Boy, it's a good document. I wrote some poems this week. Boy, they're not. Yeah, they're not the best poems I've ever done. (laughs) But why not read one to you now? Here's a poem. This poem is called Big Homosexual. Who calls the shots in Big Homosexual? Who decides what they run and where they do it at? Who picks the flags? Who writes the checks? Who picks the spot where the marching will happen? Where is the HQ for Big Homosexual? Who negotiates deals for lanyards, etc.? Now, I'm not talking pop and pop homosexual. Yesterday's small-time, small-town homosexual. I mean homosexual with an enormous H, discussing brand strategies with Emirati businessmen. I know who calls the shots in big capital S straight. Small H homosexuals in Vatican City. Are there small S straights running big homosexual, simultaneously proud and anonymous? That's what I mean, man. These new poems, I don't think they're any good. <laughs> I don't I don't think they're... Um... Ah, but we'll find out. It's not for us to say which of our poems are good and which are bad. It's for us to just keep making work and to find out afterwards what... T- cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Time dictates. Someone very kindly wrote to me this week and they said, James, how do you do it? How are you producing all of this work and being a family man? And I thought the answer is simple. It's bad work, and I'm an absent family man. 
Uh, but I think I wrote back something else. Ah, it's untrue. I'm home a lot. I'm home more than most people with a nine to five. Oh, I haven't told you about the caravan. I haven't told you about the caravan. It's a bit of a saga. I've got this money now, right? We've got, we've saved some money. And there's the catamaran money. And I want to use the catamaran money to help me on towards getting this damn boat. But it's so far away. But anyway, so I thought what I would do, because I don't have an office and I record in my car. Oh, uh, just even trying to, maybe this is one of the reasons I'm down. <laughs> now that I start to talk about it, it feels like this probably is the reason that I'm so down. We decided we would buy, the wife and I, a caravan. And that when our lease was up, maybe we could just get in the caravan with the family and drive around the country. And I could do gigs right across the country from September till when my daughter starts school, if that, you know, ends up getting off the ground. She could start next year or the year after. It's all much of a muchness. Oh, so we thought caravan. Save money. And then also, if we have the caravan, rather than me paying for an office, I could just go out and work in the caravan. And then I'm still nearby, but I'm far enough away that it's, you know, (laughs) I don't have to um, do it at night all the time. I might be able to even record a podcast once again (laughs) during those daylight hours. Anyway, I had a big stoush with my neighbors. I went over to my neighbor and I said, I'm thinking of getting a caravan. And at first they said, yeah, all right. And then suddenly they were coming around the house. I was getting phone calls and they were going, oh, no, we don't want you to do it. It'll make it hard for us to back out the drive. And I said, well, I'll buy you a little mirror. And they said, oh, you can't ask someone to hang up a mirror on their house on the opposite side. It was just, you know, whatever problems they had, I found good solutions and they didn't like it. And I could just tell that they'd gotten a bee in their bonnet because we've moved to a nicer part of town. And they moved here not long before us. And they probably moved here thinking it would be upstanding, beautiful, sort of sensible people. And instead, the family with all the toys in the front yard is going, I'm getting a caravan. <laughs> I'm getting a big, dumb, secondhand caravan. I'm going to have that. And we're getting it so I can work in it. And then I'm going to live in it. Anyway, I found a caravan. I found what looked like a perfect caravan, an old caravan, but it was in price range. And we went out and looked at it. And the guy gave me this whole spiel about how this was his family's caravan. They've got the new, that's why they've got the second caravan there now. They've upgraded because they've got another child. And uh, I saw no reason not to think the spiel was new. And he said he loved caravanning in the caravan. And just before... We decided to definitely get the caravan. My wife said, why don't you check the license plates? And I did. This caravan had last been registered 10 years ago. What is going on? I assume it was a stolen caravan. Uh, And we decided not to. Well, then I started to ask a couple more questions. And then the guy didn't respond to me. And then I think he's now sold the caravan to somebody else. So there's no caravan. And there's no office, and I'm still recording in the, in the Volvo. Yes. 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 One day there'll be either an office or a, or a caravan. We're still looking at other caravans. 
I mean, it was an exceptional deal on that caravan. It's one of the reasons we checked the license plates, because it seemed like it was a little too good to be true. And lo and behold, yes, it was. I think I'm not able to buy a stolen caravan. I think that would be not good. Maybe it wasn't a stolen caravan. Maybe the guy just felt nervous. Maybe they were living in the caravan and and he just never renewed the license. Hmm? Jimmy, did you ever think of that? That there was another explanation? Maybe there is. I don't know. But we'll figure it out. I think that currently is the plan for in September. Get this family in a caravan. Or take this family to America and do a little tour of America with my family. Or take this family to the UK. Or take this family to Zimbabwe. Or take this family to Aruba. Either way, I don't think we'll be able to stay in this house past September. Oh. It's hard to know what to do. It's hard to know what to do now that we have a little money. It's true, we're making money. We have money, and we're making money. The Patreon has never been so successful, and I can only imagine how much more successful it's going to be when it's the exclusive home of the uncut, complete, uncensored James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan Extravagan. Zah! Uh, which will be soon, as soon as we bother editing that. But then the YouTube is making money. The Patreon is making money. The live shows are making money. And then it's like, well, okay, what do we do with it? What's the prudent thing to do with it? Is it to reinvest in making content? We've got so much exciting content coming up. But, you know, if we get a YouTube video that really pops, uh, maybe that will make enough money for me to buy a boat. Maybe if I make more podcast episodes. At the moment, we're doing one podcast a week. And then usually, usually, not all the time, but usually, there's an additional episode on the Patreon Maybe if I get a little better at that, and maybe we go two episodes a week, if I can have the time to do that, maybe the podcast will grow at an astronomic rate, and then we'll finally be getting some money from the advertising. Can't, I, don't, I don't understand why we aren't getting any money from the advertising yet. They play so many ads on this bloody podcast on the ACAST network, and none of that money is coming through to me. I've got to make some phone calls this week. I'm, I've sent out some emails, but there's been no response, so it's time to do some phone calls. Do you know what I mean? It's like... Oh, mo money, mo problems, as Biggie Smalls, the third in the quotable trifecta goes. Hard to know what to do. Uh, when you have no money, it's relatively easy to know what to do. It's just uh, do everything as much as you can all the time. But when you have money, you want to be a prudent custodian. You want to grow prudently. So like one thing is, uh, for the recording of this podcast, I do it on on my brother's laptop that I borrowed because my laptop broke very early on in the making the podcast uh, journey and that brother's laptop is I would say nearing the end of its usefulness I I can't update it to a more contemporary operating system and uh, because it won't update I, I can't update Chrome and then I can't upload the podcast with that laptop anymore because it won't open uh, the website. It refuses to run the website that now uploads the podcast. So I make the... Uh, I mean, do you care? Is it necessary? If you don't, I, I want to share what's and all the creative process. I talk into a microphone that doesn't plug into the laptop. It plugs into a recording machine. I then take a, a small, the micro SD card off that, put it in a macro SD card 
converter and plug that into the laptop, it works sometimes. There's a lot of unplugging and replugging. Then I upload the, I drag and drop the MP3 or the WAV or whatever. I put that on GarageBand. I edit on the laptop. Then uh, AirDrop doesn't, it's temperamental. Sometimes it'll work, but usually I will then email the bounced down podcast file from the GarageBand back now over onto my phone and then I will go onto the Acast website and upload the MP3 from my phone, uh, which is just, it's a whole effing rigmarole. And I think if I had a laptop and a little box to talk into with the microphone, I think we could get the whole thing done way quicker, way easier, way better. And with that extra time, yeah, I reckon I could probably, I mean, what, the, the Patreon podcast is just me talking. So if that frees that up, I could do I could do a whole other podcast a week with the amount of time that I would save. But then you go, all right, well, look at the laptops. I know how to use the Mac. I want to use Final Cut Pro for editing. I could use, uh, I'm happy to keep using GarageBand for the time being for the podcast. No one seems to, if, maybe it's time to move to Logic at some point. But the audio quality is good enough, I think. But what do I know? I think I know a great deal. I'm a wonderful... Then I'm looking at the MacBooks and you go, okay, MacBook Pro, that's the one you'd usually use for a thing like this. I think it has a fan in it. And uh, that's, if you're making stuff, that's the one they recommend. You can't, it's like $3,000. I'm not paying for that. I can afford to pay for that now, which is uh, new and exciting for me. I think, not quite sure how much money we're making through the catamaran plan. Extravagant. Bizarre. But it's like, all right, well, maybe the... Maybe I'll get an old one, but then if I get an old one, I want it to be a trustworthy one. I don't want to get a stolen MacBook. I don't want to make the same horrifying caravan escapade mistake, but with a laptop. Ah! Maybe I'll get the Air. Maybe the Air's better. Maybe it's time for me to make a jump and go over to a non-Mac. I have no idea what to do. Like, if getting a laptop is the solution to those problems, I... Ugh... Oh, you know what I mean? And then whatever money I spend there, that's money I can't spend on other stuff. That's money I can't spend on advertising. Like, should I just suffer on the way I'm suffering now and buy some podcast advertising, you know? Would that be better? Maybe I could rent a laptop. Uh, maybe I could steal a laptop. Maybe I could invent my own laptop. Anyway, the, the point is I'm just, I'm at a bit of a... Uh, yeah, I'm at a bit of a crossroads to how to, having grown to the point we're at through tyranny of will, I think we can accelerate the growth uh, now if we reinvest somehow, whether that's towards making a, a better product or having more people know about it. And I just don't know what, uh, it's. To, I will reflect, I'll, I'll pray on it, that's what people say, I'll pray on it, I'll reflect, and we'll figure out the right way forward. But hooly dooly. Goodness gracious. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.